Hey weirdos, welcome back to another edition of a very weird fantasy football. Coming at you with Dave Quinones. And in case you don't know Dave, he is one of the contestants that uh, basically signed up for the Joes versus Pros League that was sent out to thousands. Got trickled down, trickled down. Dave just kept making the cut, kept making the cut, and he got into the final six, and here he is. He is on the Joe's side of the pros versus Joe's. Dave, why don't you introduce yourself? Hey, man, how's it going? Uh, my name's Dave, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, I'm a Joe. <laughs> okay. All right. So, so you were chosen accurately. So you're a Joe. In the dynasty world, have you played fantasy football before? Uh, yeah, I mean, I've I've played for a few years in mm -hmm. fantasy football, but uh, never in a dynasty type format. So that's that's something kind of new to me. Uh, most of this stuff is you know kind of like a year to year redraft mm -hmm. kind of deal. So, well, that's awesome. So we have the perfect contestant for the show for the league, and this works out for this show because we are going to have a dynasty question and answer essentially how to play dynasty football for beginners so to speak we'll kind of break down some of the things that have been going on so far some of the things that dave has done some things that are good some things that are bad that we all have done in the league thus far before we get started though if you like the show and we know that you do please like subscribe share do all that stuff that puts the beer on our table thank you so much Anywhere you consume your podcast, YouTube, subscribe, hit the bell. We love that bell. Boom! So, before we go any further into the dynasty uh, ramifications of the league, let's talk about the NFL ramifications for this trade that just happened today. Brandon Cooks was traded from the Los Angeles Rams to the Houston Texans. Once again, Bill O'Brien's, Bill O'Brien. There's like two of them because you have one this crazy man over here, one this crazy man over here. When they collide with their powers combined, they put up some crappy NFL trades. So have you heard about what happened so far today, David? Uh, yeah. I mean, I uh, I got my notifications, you know, mm -hmm. just a quick, quick look at, at what all happened. And I'm still scratching my head, mm -hmm. quite honestly. Uh, I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So he was traded for the Rams treated Brandon Cooks for a second round draft pick. Of course, they attached a fourth round to him as well. This is a guy, Brandon Cooks, who has now been traded by the Saints, been traded by the the Patriots, been traded by the Rams, and now he is sitting on the Houston Texans roster. He was also a guy who had just under 600 yards last year, two touchdowns, and two concussions. There was worries that Brandon Cooks was going to retire. So let's break this down a little bit here. Bill O'Brien says, by God, I don't want that DeAndre Hopkins guy because he wants to get paid. But you bring in a guy who is already getting paid. His uh, average salary that he's going to be getting for the next three more years is $16.5 Guess how much DeAndre Hopkins was getting? $12.5 million. It doesn't seem right. There's some crazy stuff going on into Texas. Let me ask you a question, Dave. Why can't we mess with Texas? <laughs> Man, I don't know. 
Uh, I think because they said we can't. So, <laughs> by God, we won't. Yeah, <laughs> by God. that one just that that trade still weirds me out, mm-hmm. though. I mean, um, six sixteen and a half million, mm-hmm. and no salary for not retention. a lot of work. No salary retention either. He True. played ten games, I think. Like he was good for the Saints, he was good for the Pats, and he was okay for the Rams. How he still holds value to this day after five concussions is insane to me. I don't know what's going on in Houston. But what I do know is dynasty football. So once again, we're going to roll it right back to the topic that we have on hand. So Dave, you had this is let's kind of give everybody the, the idea. It is a slow draft. Everybody gets eight hours. We essentially gave the Joes. And by the way, I, I guess we should give a, a shout out to the host and the sponsor of the show. It's Fantasy Guides. If you uh, really want some good fantasy content, if you really need to win your leagues, Fantasy Guides is where it's at. It's one of the most popular uh, fantasy guides out there. So go get them. It's the Fantasy Guides, Joes versus Pros. And so we gave the the, the six Joes uh, the choice as to where they wanted to draft. And, of course, this is a dynasty league. And so um, we have a rookie draft that's coming up later on. So say you have a man like Mr. Quinones. Is that how you say your last name? Yeah. Quin- Q, Q. We'll call you Q. You have Q. a man like Q who chose what selection? I chose number 12. You chose number 12, which means that yeah. you will have the rookie draft pick number one. So the draft has already started. Why don't you tell us who you drafted first? Well, actually, I made a couple of trades even before mm-hmm. I uh, made my selection. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> being in that 12 spot, of course, with the snake, you know, you get the the go around for the second. So Good choice uh, of words. Yeah, you like that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you don't we'll keep it clean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, this is a very weird fantasy of ours. Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, actually, uh, traded off my uh, three and four mm-hmm. uh, round three and four picks for the number eleven in round one. So, going in before I made my first uh, draft selection, I actually had uh, number eleven, number twelve, and then number one in the second. So you did. Uh, yeah. So you had you traded for the number eleven selection. You mm-hmm. already had your own. Let Let's keep the first round in the first round. So who did you take with your eleventh pick? So my eleventh uh, pick, I uh, went with Chris. Why am I drawing a blank? Chris no. Goodwin. <laughs> Chris Chris Godwin. Godwin. Mm-hmm. Godwin. Yeah. Yeah, I went with Godwin on my on my first pick. Okay. So- uh, just I mean. He's a nice route runner. Mm-hmm. He's actually, I think he's a perfect fit for Brady. Mm-hmm. So Slot guy. Yeah. Slot guys work great when the Aryan system. Slot guys work great for uh, Tom Brady. So what was your dynasty reasoning for that? Or was it just that that's where good value met good player? Uh, well, I mean, Brady signed a two-year. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking this year, next year, uh, possibly. Mm-hmm. Uh Godwin's got. Uh, I mean, we'll obviously we'll see how the we'll see how the year goes, but 
you know, for the next two years, Godwin has really good prospects uh, on the horizon for a quarterback that's going to be able to throw to him and, and uh, uh, be good for him. Somebody that doesn't necessarily toss a lot of interceptions like uh, Winston was kind of prone to. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody saw that. Uh, sure, Brady's older, mm-hmm. but he's – man, he's just so smart when it comes to, to everything like that. So. Yeah, so and and you got to think dynasty uh, ramifications. He is twenty six years old. He's got at least two, three, four years that you have good cost controlled value out of that pick. Not bad. In fact, I I had Chris Godwin number ten in my overall rankings. Not just for dynasty. Actually, he would have been right where number 10 for my dynasty as well. So that is a, a, a good selection. So now we have. Number 11, who did you choose? You mean for my 12? Number 12? Uh, I'm sorry, number 12. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, number 12, I went with Derrick Henry. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that was almost strategy for me because I knew I wasn't going to have another selection uh, because of another trade I made until fourth round. Mm-hmm. So I was going to sit and wait. And if I did that, I was going to lose out on uh, way too many good Uh, prospects for a running back so yeah so and two good things when it comes down to the players that are good for not only the upcoming years but for this year both of them are in contract years so they're going to be fighting for them dollars they want to put them salad on their plates they want to put that a little bit of steak in that salad so that's good for now it's good for the future and you mentioned a trade that that you had made so Mm -hmm. and and let's let's call it what it is. Since you have eight hours to make the selection, <laughs> yeah. there is a bunch of people either A, trying to exploit, or B, trying to uh, show how good they are. I have noticed a ton, ton of activity for the Joes. And something tells me that these Joes ain't Joes. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I imagine you fielded copious amounts of offers. Is that correct? Oh, uh, man. I think I got about, uh, I think I, got, I fielded about 15 trade offers. Mm-hmm. 15 trade offers. And yeah. you decided to go with ba-ba-da-ba, a very weird trade. So you, yeah. you and I, yeah. you know, mix it in the cup. Yo, baby, what's up? We traded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We traded. I had, uh, I took the first pick in the, in the second round. I traded it for you. And yep. our trade was... The uh, that's why I got your fourth round mm-hmm. for this year. I got the fourth round for next year, mm-hmm. and then I got your second and third round when it comes to the rookie draft. The rookie draft, correct? Yep. So, you know, I think that we both end up doing okay uh, in that. I and my reasoning for that is you needed veterans for this up for this year to fill your roster. So yep. you end up getting multiple multiple veterans right up front and uh and a couple rookies so it seemed like a a pretty decent trade and then i subsequently turned that around and and traded the pick afterwards it's really hard not to you know it's hard to at least not listen i planned on running to the draft board and 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 making a decision right then and there but you got eight hours yeah, yeah. you're doing yourself a disservice to not to not uh, try to trade that pick. Okay, so now you no longer have a second round pick, correct? Correct. Okay, so yep. the, your next selection goes back to the 
the fourth round, correct? Right. Okay. So it's going to be a little bit of, of tough sledding, but fortunately you anchored your team really, really good and really, really early. So this is your first dynasty league. What's your, what's your thoughts yeah. so far? Uh, it's totally different, mm-hmm. quite honestly. <clears throat> um, uh, in, in the other league uh, that, I've, that I've been in, mm-hmm. uh, we've, we've always toyed with the idea of trying to swap spots in the draft and whatever, mm-hmm. but it just never really, uh, I guess you could almost say for a standard format, it just mm-hmm. isn't something that typically works. Dynasty, you can, you can do that because you can think a year or so ahead. Yeah. So uh, it's definitely different, uh, but it's been really cool at the same time. Uh, a lot of the the pros like yourself and, and the other guys, uh, the other the other five that are in the league are uh, very patient, uh, always willing to, you know, give advice, mm-hmm. especially with uh, newer guys like me. There's really no such thing as a stupid question, I think. So that, that kind of makes it a lot easier. Uh, but it is at the same time kind of stressful because you're, what are we in April and we're drafting for September. <laughs> so you, you think there's no, there's no stupid question. Well, if, if that's okay with you, then let me just, I'm going to direct message you some of my questions and then you can ask <laughs> everybody else because I don't want to look foolish. So, but no, I have not seen any bad questions that you or anybody has, has asked. And, Okay, so you're putting your general manager hat on. You're not just the manager for one year. You're putting your general manager hat on. So do you have any specific strategies that, that you're shooting for? Are you playing for this year? Are you playing for two or three years? Uh, yeah, that's yes. kind of tough. Yeah, I just mean, say. I'm partially playing for this year, and I'm also partially playing for the next couple years. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So... It's a it's definitely a balancing act, and that's the part that I think is much different than a standard uh, mm-hmm. format. Uh, so my first two picks, I'm trying to hedge on good players for this year that are almost guaranteed. Because, like you said, they're running into a contract year, mm-hmm. and on those two guys, they're already powerhouses. Sure. So they're going to want the ball even more. Chances are they're going to get it. Uh, the later rounds, obviously, you're looking for a little bit more depth, possibly trying to find that sleeper pick. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, when it comes to the rookies, well, you're just hoping that somebody's going to stick and make it through the year and into next year. Yeah, and let me tell you what, the rookies is really, really where it's at. And those are some some gems that win you this year. They win you next year. And so let me ask you a question. So you play? do you play a lot of – one year leagues. You said that you, you have a, a long yeah. time league that you plan in. So is that your strategy? Do you play in any keeper leagues? Uh, yeah, we we have a keeper league mm-hmm. uh, that I play in. They that we allow one keeper mm-hmm. if they were ten dollars or less in the draft because we do an auction style. Mm-hmm. So if they were ten dollars or less, no matter where they were at, you know, then then you can keep them or as an option for next year as long as you never dropped them. If you traded them to somebody, yeah, if you traded them to somebody, that person has the option to keep them. Mm -hmm. So So do you find yourself implementing that uh, play it safe for this year and shooting for next year as well with the keepers? Or is that just a new new strategy that you're going for? Yeah, it's kind of a new strategy, honestly, Mm -hmm. because almost everyone's a keeper if you want to be. Yeah. 
you know, and that's that's the thing that makes it different. Hundred It's not just a matter of uh, I'm going to get this guy for a year. I'm going to blow half my budget on him, mm-hmm. and then next year he could be somebody else. You know. And that's right, because next year you could be dropping some players. There could be some guys that you are drafting late. So you do get some uh, some older veterans that have value for this year. And in the Dynasty League, everyone wants that young ticket. They want that young stud. You got a guy like, say, Godwin. And then you got a guy like Julio Jones. But Julio Jones could go way after Godwin, even though they're going to put up comparable numbers. But since Julio is older, that could be something that you could strategize in into your into your strategy and hope that you can implement uh, the win for this year and maybe in a year or two going forward. So do you have any questions to ask me while you're here in regards to this league? Um, I mean, I had a question uh, earlier, which which uh, one of the one of the pros uh, mm-hmm. had answered on on the group mm-hmm. with regards to uh, what year was the rookie draft. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? That was answered. So that helped in a few of the trades um, okay. when I was looking at stuff. <clears throat> uh, mostly though, when you're, when you're looking at later, you know, later in the draft, what, what kind of players should you really be looking at when it comes to, let's say we're going to go after round 10 when you're really looking for people. Well, again, everybody has their own specific type of strategy when it comes down to me. That's when people really try and you mentioned the the sleeper, the home run sleepers are not really something that are all that impressive in a dynasty league because it's not a hit it and quit it one year. Maybe he'll come up. Um, Now, I'm always looking for the older guy, the guy that can give me a year or two and then I can drop him if I need to. And so that's I mean, that's more of my play it safe uh, type of strategy later on. But one thing just to keep in mind is the rookie draft, especially in this type of format where we are drafting the veterans first and then drafting the rookies. It's really important to keep uh, an eye on your roster and your roster composition and plan that out. You need to know where you're going to be picking in your, in your, uh, your rookie draft and who's going to be coming up because say you have the first pick say you want to draft heavy on wide receivers or something it's not really my style but maybe you want to get that jonathan taylor or deandre swift the guys that could actually give you first or second round or third round value from the from your rookie spot way later on that's something just that you really got to keep uh, keep in mind of and i'm certainly myself keeping that in mind as well and so i have the the eighth selection when it comes down to the rookie uh the rookie draft and so i'm i'm trying to keep a keep an eye on who i have coming there so there's a lot of good wide receivers coming in and they could make an immediate impact so keep that in mind but so far so good man you're wheeling you're dealing things is getting are getting weird uh dave we really appreciate you. Give you a shout out to to yourself before you head on out. Th- thanks to me. No. <laughs> thanks to uh, me. Yeah, no. If I if I if I could really quick, obviously, you know, I gotta uh, thank my wife for being there, letting me do what I do. You know, <laughs> uh, even amid this whole stay at home order thing that we have, mm-hmm. there's still things that need to be done, obviously. Uh, but also too, uh, 
I'm also a, a co-host on a on a different podcast. Okay. Uh, you know, if I do a quick shout out Please. for that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's called the JM Speed Podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're on we're on uh, iTunes, Spotify, uh, Buzzfeed, a bunch of different ones. Uh, you can always reach us at jmspeedpodcast.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's really it's just a, it's a podcast about a couple of uh, car enthusiasts talking about cars and just having a good time. We've had a couple of uh, racers uh, for GM, for KTM. Uh, it's it's been a good time. So if you get a chance, go ahead, uh, go over there, check us out. We always like to have new listeners. Uh, we always appreciate feedback. So okay, well, that's always good. I tell you what, I'm going to do that immediately after this Zoom podcast, and we are appreciative of that. So you said is J M. Yep, speed. speed podcast. Podcast, yes. Anywhere you can find your podcast listening, correct? Correct. All right, so get on over there. Like, subscribe, share. Cunones and the JM Speed Podcast. And also like, subscribe, share. You're here for a reason. We know you like it, so give us some love. We are a very weird fantasy. You guys all be safe and have a wonderful day.